0: Love, Talk, Radio. Hey, this
1: is Dan Marino.
2: Hi, this is Larry Zonka. Hi, I'm Zach
1: Thomas of the Miami Dolphins. This is Mark Super Duper.
2: I'm John Offerdahl. This is Paul Warfield. Hi, this is Nick Bonacani.
1: This is Jake Scott. Gary of Premier, Dick Anderson. Larry Little. Mercury Morris. Tom Vicarito. This is Don Straugh. Don Nottingham. Hey, this is A.J. Dewey. Otto Stowe. Mike Colin It's Doug
2: Okay, good evening, everybody. Welcome to another edition of the Miami Dolphins Legends Show. I'm your host, Pat Citello. I will be joined alongside Rich Van Zant. as uh, Super Bowl 58 is now officially in the books, and the Kansas City Chiefs have defeated the San Francisco 49ers 25-22 in overtime, as uh, you all know. So uh, the much-anticipated uh, game and storylines have come to an end, and, uh, of course it is Patrick Mahomes bringing home his third Super Bowl, and, uh, the Taylor Swift-Travis Kelsey saga plays out in the storybook fashion that all the Swifties, including Rich, were hoping for, and, uh, you know, we basically have, uh, another piece of history now, which we'll go over all the storylines, but, um, There was a lot of things on the line as far as uh, legacy, I guess, in this game, and and a lot of them now have been answered. Um, Of course, uh, Patrick Mahomes has statistics of 34 for 46, 333 yards, two touchdowns, one interception, also uh, nine for 66 rushing. Um, But that just begins to tell the story, I think, of of him. Uh, And then... uh, you have Brock Purdy on the other side who was twenty three for thirty eight two hundred fifty five yards one touchdown, no interceptions um so there's that uh and you know basically what this is now is it's uh the chiefs have solidified their dynasty and and it is a dynasty there are six straight a f c championship game appearances they went to four super bowls and they have three super bowl victories and now this is the first back to back super bowl champion since the 04 05 patriots which uh also uh i guess the last dynasty um uh so you know it, it's in a lot of ways you know there's that um and then Patrick Mahomes also his third Super Bowl MVP, and that separates you from a lot. It basically puts you in the GOAT class. I mean, it's Montana, and it's Brady, and it's Mahomes. You know, just winning the three Super Bowls, you just add Aikman and Bradshaw to that list. But the three MVPs, um, you know, you're in a class by yourself and, and obviously very young. So there you go. I mean, that that's the chief story there. Um Rich, when I you know uh, these things that I always say you know very bittersweet, but this reminded me of a basketball game in a lot of ways, you know, just very uh, you know blah um not much going on for a lot of you know the the beginning of that game and and then uh you know obviously towards the end of the half and then. You know, and you just basically waited until the end, you know, end of the game, and that's when all the action started happening. And um, you know, and then you go to overtime, and you see that. Uh, you know, so that that's what it reminded me of. And um, sloppy game from a lot of perspectives. You know, you had uh, McCafferty with the fumble early. You know, Pacheco with the fumble early. Um, a lot of penalties, uh, you know, it's a lot of things which are going to go over. But, you know, that's how I saw it from, from my end of it, you know, watching it. Um, you know, I don't know about you.
1: Yeah, there was, I mean, it was, it, was a, it was a non-scoring first quarter, which is very unusual for a Super Bowl, you know, especially lately.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: You know, it, well, yeah, the first half was kind of blocked. And then, you know, the second half, you know, exactly what I thought was going to happen, that, you know, Patrick Mahomes was going to outplay Brock Purdy by a by enough and that was gonna be it you
2: know yeah I disagree with you there though I was I was actually gonna say I I think what you saw I mean I really wasn't that way I mean you can give Mahomes the nod I mean Mahomes certainly was you know he showed why he's just uh, unbelievable in crunch time he was unbelievable but if you if he doesn't score that if they don't score in that last overtime drive Brock Purdy's winning the MVP and and there's really nobody that's contesting him
1: but, look, you know, everybody says, well, you know, the kicker missed the point and everything. But, you know what, if the kicker didn't miss the extra point, don't you think that Mahomes probably would have scored a touchdown at the end the last two drives and been done when it? You know, it doesn't go to overtime and they win it outright. You know, did they have that drive a little bit differently?
2: I don't know. I mean, I mean you can debate that going back and forth. I guess we we'll yeah, never know that. But, put we know. Him, but Purdy put yeah,
1: it's
2: his it's team in the not chance not to not win not the game not twice. Not
1: I'm not telling Twice. you he played badly. I'm just telling you he
2: just outplayed.
1: Yeah. That's
2: all. I don't you know. think he necessarily did. I don't think Brock Purdy was the guy that got outplayed. You know, I really don't. I mean, I think he did what he had to do, including oh. both. You know, he put his team, you know, in a chance to win the game two times, uh, you well, know, including that overtime. Sh-
1: Sh- Shanahan got out-coached. I called that one, too. You know, I, I think he only al- choked at the end. You know, in what, give me specifics on that. He should have he went for the you know second and second and seven you know in field goal range already. You know try to get the first round down and try to score. Don't be playing for a field goal like you know he ran McCaffrey up the middle again, which was getting lame. Yeah. It wasn't working anymore. You know, I mean, get the guy in space and you see how dynamic this guy is. Well, well I agree with you on that.
2: I agree you with know? you in that play. And, I mean, I, I don't. Yeah, I didn't like yeah. that play. I agree and with the you third there. Down play
1: was, the third down play was even worse, you know. Well, third down a play. should throw to nothing, you know. Yeah,
2: well, third down play is just a complete pass rush that there, you know, you're I mean, there was no time to do anything on that, you know. so yeah, I, I know, but know, it I was,
1: you know, it was like short of the end zone. It was like, you know, he kind of bounced it in there. It was nobody really open. You know, he didn't scramble. It was just. It just wasn't, you know what I mean, it was like after you didn't get that second down when you knew they weren't getting the third, you know, you just kind of felt it. And, and I think, you know, he felt, that, you know, I don't know, I guess he felt he was in field goal range and that was good enough. It didn't seem like he took it serious enough to try to get a touchdown there.
2: Yeah, and I he a
1: touchdown there and that game's over with. You know, I think you should have been a little bit more aggressive at the Super Bowl,
2: you know. Yeah, I mean, I don't know that it is over with. Because, you know, I, I don't know. You, from one, one perspective, you're saying even if they make that extra point, Patrick Mahomes is going to score two touchdowns, and he's going to win the game anyway. But then you're saying if Chettingham and them score on their first drive, the game's over. Well, why wouldn't Mahomes then come down and score no, a touchdown? Say,
1: I'm not talking, I'm talking about the fourth down, the fourth quarter. I'm not talking about when McCaffrey fumbled on the first drive. I, I'm no, I'm saying about, in overtime.
2: You just yeah, said in he, overtime. Shanahan was too conservative, and that if he would have scored the touchdown there, the game would have been over. Yeah, right. Well, why, why yeah, wouldn't Mahomes I mean, come down and score a touchdown? I, no, he I, did I, anyway. It would have been
1: over, but that's, what, that's the move you have to do, though. You have to put them behind the eight ball. Yeah. Because without scoring a touchdown there, they could have lost an overtime right away. Yes, I you know I, mean? I agree they, with you, and they did. You know what I'm saying? And they did. Like, yeah, he got two Conservative there, and I don't know why. Yes. You know, I think you have I, to try to score a touchdown to put them behind the eight ball there, and he didn't do that, and I think that was a huge mistake.
2: I agree with you there. I, I think he should have been more aggressive to try to get that touchdown. Yep. Um, you know, uh, I, I didn't like that second down and four. It was, but here's the thing though: it was yep. second and four. You're thinking touchdown. It was second and four from the nine.
1: Second of the so yeah, and for a first down and it was seven right. yards away from a touchdown. So you could have got you could have got a new set of downs too. You right. And, That's and why he that, handed he it off.
2: Huge That's why yeah, he handed and it
1: think, off. I, and I don't like that. I don't I think that, you know, you get McCaffrey in space. Like I don't think they used him enough in the passing game yesterday, you know, the one trick play and everything. But, you know, you gotta get that guy in space. Like why do you keep running him up the middle? The guy's not a bulldozer. You know what I mean? It's like I don't know. I, I just think that was a huge mistake, you know? They're very good defense too, and you keep running them into that gut for two, three, three yards and everything. You know, you get that guy loose, and it's a it's a game breaker. You know,
2: I don't disagree with you. I didn't like the second and four call, even though yeah. you're looking at it from a touchdown. He was, you know, McCaffrey was running. He was running really, really well. I mean, he he ran for six yards right before that.
1: So, you know,
2: he he was running really well, and he ran for eight yards. You
1: keep going to the well with the same thing. It just doesn't doesn't keep working.
2: Yes. So, again, I did not like that second down call, but he was going for the first down there. And then third down, obviously, you know, it's, again, third and four. They're in shotgun. He's under pressure. They don't get it. They kick. So yeah, you can make the argument with the second down call, but
1: you know, this you know, that doesn't goals, make you he's out got He's got two super the last two the super two super in a row that he lost. Yes. Yeah, you know, not going back to you know they blew double digit
2: leads. Yes,
1: you know? I mean that's pretty bad. Late too, you know. I mean that's that's pretty bad.
2: It's pretty bad. But is that on the defense, or is that on Shanahan's offensive moves? I, you I think know, you're, on you,
1: Shanahan, too. you know, you got to blame the head coach at that point, you know?
2: Yeah. Well, I'm not you know, here to completely I, I, you know, where defend was, him. Where, but was,
1: where was Kittle? Well, where was Kittle in this game?
2: I think you're not giving enough credit to the Kansas City defense, though. I mean, I think – yeah. I, I, I don't
1: know. I mean, <laughs> you know, he, I don't know. With those receivers, you're going to tell me Kittle wasn't open.
2: Yeah, I I I I understand where where you're going with that. I mean, I they do think that you know Kittle, you would have thought would have been a much bigger part of this game. He wasn't um, the leading rusher, uh, the leading receivers. Uh, you know, McCafferty, like you said, McCafferty was 22 for 80 on the ground, and then he was eight for 80, you know, receiving wise. So he's was like, ah, eh, it was it was a good game, but, you know, it was a good game for him. Certainly was not a great game for him. And he had that big fumble, right? And then the leading receiver after was Brandon Ayuk, who was only three for 49. And he's the leading receiver after that, so you could take everybody else, including Kittle, and just know that they're all underneath that. Right? So, yeah, I I got that. Yeah, Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, You know, so there's that. Um, You know, kicking-wise, these guys were amazing. I mean... Uh, Moody, you know, had the 55-yard field goal, you know, uh, but he did miss that extra point, which was blocked, and it turned out to be deadly. Um, from the other perspective, Harrison uh, Bucker was 4 for 4, and he had the 57-yarder, including that one at the half, you know, which was huge. And then you had that big fumble, uh, which on the punt, which was game-changing. And then Mahomes right into, you know, to solidify that. So, um, you know, you go into overtime.
1: It's amazing, amazing got to play like that, right? Like, you know, okay, it hit the, you know, he saw it hit off the guy's foot. So, he knew it was a, that ball. Yeah.
2: That how yeah. did he not
1: dive on it? Why do you No, he No, he I mean,
2: kind of did, but I watched that a bunch of times which he wasn't trying to pick it up to run. That thing's coming like a rocket after it hits his foot, and he was going in there. There wasn't a dive kind of period cuz the ball was never on the ground. And it's coming like yeah. a, you know, it, it's moving. He wasn't picking it up to try to run the ball. That thing's coming like a ricochet. And, you know, it was never on the ground to dive on. So, you, you know, you've got to give him more of the heads up for knowing he has to get it. But that's a tough thing because that punt, it, it's coming real fast, and it's like an onside kick at that point. So you can't yeah, really dive middle. on it, you know. Yeah. It's spinning and it's not in on the, you know. It's tough. It's tough. Um, you know, but that was a huge play and obviously a, a game-changing play. Um, you yeah, know, you, you go it
1: back in it, really. Yeah.
2: Oh, for sure. I mean, that's the play of the yeah. game. It absolutely got them back in it. And then you get, uh, I mean, you get to overtime. I don't know if you could say you're out-coached, but, they, you know, there's certainly things on there. He certainly coached wrong well, enough sure? to win a Super Bowl. This?
1: The players said they didn't know the rules in overtime at San Francisco? I've
2: seen the report that came out today, you know, that there was some I mean, of them that did it. wasn't one
1: or two of them. It was a bunch of them. How, how's that possible, Pat?
2: How's that possible?
1: I mean, even if you don't know going in, right, the coach doesn't, like, have to, like, pull everybody aside and explain it to them one more time?
2: Yeah, well, I think that when
1: you're going out there, I mean, how is that possible?
2: Well, I think what they were referring to is they were referring to mostly that time on uh, running out. In the, in the fifth quarter, if you will, that that oh, wouldn't right, be yeah. the end of the game, that there was going to be an extension of that. And, and so by that rationale, um, it really comes on the San Francisco 49ers' defense and those players. And, you know, but, but, but that's strange to me, too, because there's four seconds in clicking. And if that's the yeah. case, and you think that's the end of the game, then why is he wide open in the end zone? Exactly. That makes no sense yeah. to me. Not I mean, if that, that, you would have thought that that would be more key to keep them out of the end zone there uh, if you really thought uh, the I game don't. was going to end on that play. So yep. that is strange. There's no doubt about that. Um, you know, I think if you look at the whole perspective, I mean, I'm the kind of guy that thinks that you go to overtime – you know, uh, you have a lead. You, you know, you coached well enough that you could have won the Super Bowl. There's no doubt about that. Did Andy Reid and his crew, um, you know, coach better? You know, hey, listen, yeah. I mean, the guy Andy Reid now has moved himself in to elite territory. He's elite sure. territory. When you say where is he on the, he's in the top 10 all time. And where is he? I don't know where he is, but I can tell you who's above him and who's below him. You know what I mean, yeah. so Now when I look at Andy Reid, I look at Andy Reid and I say, you know, Lombardi's above him, Don Shula's above him. This is my the- my list. You know, I think Lombardi's above him. I think Shula's above him. I would maybe say Chuck Knowles above him, and I would probably say that Bill Walsh is above him. Bill Walsh. And then yeah. and, and and then you get and then you get you know the, the argument of where's Gibbs fall in, and then after that, like you're you're talking about. You know Belichick, of course, uh, 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 you can put above him. But then you say, well, maybe that's it. I mean, because you make an argument if yeah. you know, Parcells is below him now. You could certainly say, you know, the Landry thing comes into effect. I mean, there's a, that's how high he has gone now with what he's yep. done, and it's, it may not be over. Um, so this was a legacy game. I told you what it means with Patrick Mahomes and 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 his legacy and where that goes, and, you know, this just puts him in a whole different class. So there was a lot at stake for this game. There really was to come down to something so finite. Um, And you really, listen, you watch that game, and you see why he's the best quarterback in football, and it's not really close because he's got ice in his veins, and when it comes down to crunch time, there's nobody better. He made some huge plays both, you know, on his feet, and throwing the ball, and, you know, showed that you don't have to do it for 60 minutes, per se, but he did it when he had to do it, so I don't know. It's like,
1: you know, when he runs, it's important, time when he runs.
2: Yeah, he knows the game, he He knows knows when he needs to do it, Yeah. Uh, yeah. And, Rich, we said all along, every time I watch this, every time I watch these games, it's always a barometer to me. Of where where are the Dolphins with this? (laughs) And I'm going to be honest with you. The Dolphins don't win that game. They don't win that game. They just don't. Nope. And and they don't win it if they're playing San Francisco, and they definitely don't win it if they're playing the Chiefs. So then you have nope. to ask yourself why, you know, and and what falls short and things like that. So and that's what you know. That's what we're going to do. Obviously, this is a Dolphin show. You know, this is our Super Bowl show. But um, you know, there, there's a lot of things that you you just kind of look at and you say, wow, um, you know, this is a team that you know you see what a complete. Super Bowl team this is and you know this team was like a little asleep behind the wheel for a lot of this season there's a lot of turmoil there but that's what happens when you've it. you know you always say to me what's the difference if you go to the playoffs and you don't win you know what's the difference you know I don't buy the experience thing and stuff like that yeah you know what that's a debate and maybe you're right maybe you're not right, maybe you are, I don't know, we take two sides, but there's one thing you can say for 100% is when a team like that wins championships, they know how to sit back and turn it up when they had to. And they went on a run. They were far from the best team in football in Week 10. But they certainly showed they were the best team in football by Week you know, uh, 20, or whatever we're in right now. Yeah. You know, so, um, you know, that's, that's yeah, where you I'll, know, I'll, we I'll were, say that. We were
1: the best team in October. What does that do for you? You know what I mean? Yeah. You know, when it came down to, like, you know, crunch time, we know we failed miserably. Yeah. And, you know, and it, it just – you know, when you squeak into the playoffs like we did, I mean, you know, we go from the possible first seed to the sixth seed, and then you get <laughs> you lose to the eventual champions. And really, I don't know, were we ever really in that game where you thought you were going to win? No, I didn't yeah, think so. No. You know, yeah. I mean, we were in it for a period of time, but you never really felt like we were going to win. You know?
2: Yeah.
1: Yeah. I don't know. No this is disheartening. It. You know?
2: Yeah. I agree. I agree with you. Okay, uh, there is some Dolphin news as well. Dolphins hire a couple of new coaches, which we're going to talk about, and um, we'll uh, also reiterate on their defensive hires. Take a quick break right back after this.
1: When the autumn mist is drawing near, and you hear the whistle
0: sound and the crowd cheer, you'll know it's that special time once again for head-to-head combat and first
1: and ten. So follow those that are in the know and listen to Pat and Rich and the Legends Show. All episodes of the Pat Catello Show available now
0: on iTunes. Hey, this is Dan Marino. You're listening to the Pat Catello Show. You're listening to the Miami Dolphins Legends Show with Pat Catello. Sponsored by Don Nottingham Associates Insurance. Don Nottingham formed Don Nottingham Associates Insurance in 1975 while playing for the Miami Dolphins. He recognized the need to prepare for life after football. For all your insurance needs, call 352-307-6736 or visit online at donnottinghamins.com. Now, back to the Miami Dolphins Legend Show with your host, Pat Cotello.
2: Miami Dolphins Legends Show. Got Pat and Rich coming at you. And just a reminder, you, you can uh, go right to the iTunes Store and uh, subscribe to our shows. You get the latest delivered right onto your phone automatically. And you can send us any questions or comments, Show at yahoo dot com. You know, Rich. Uh, before we get into the Dolphin hires, because they did make uh, some coaching hires. One more uh, thing of note from the Super Bowl. Um, you know. We've talked about this. We're both on the same page with this all year long. If you look at these two teams and and subtract what they did in the game itself – you know, I don't think it's a coincidence that the two best tight ends in football represented their, their conference in the in, in Super Bowl. I, I really don't. I think the game has changed in a lot of ways, and you can even make an argument that if you look at the successful playoff teams that didn't even get there, their tight ends are superior. So, um, you know, I think that position is something that is, is super important to get to an elite status in the league right now and i think that the dolphins really dropped the ball in not pursuing that and letting Gasecki, like you said, just walk for for anything and, you know, just really not making a a strong emphasis on that. I'm not downgrading Durham, Smythe, or any of the other tight ends in that respect. I'm just saying I don't think we have that kind of tight end. And for the offense that we had, you know, I I, I think that that was an issue, especially when you have a quarterback that has a hard time moving on from his – uh, priorities and targets, you know. Um, so, you know, I think that's well, we something. And McDaniel has seven, said he's going to address we brought, it, it.
1: we brought in seventeen of them, right? And you couldn't find one good one. <laughs> it's unbelievable.
2: Well, you you brought in a lot on of p- the roster? Yeah, yes, but. But we're talking about elite tight ends, and to get an elite tight end, you kind of have to go after an elite tight end. And the closest you had to that was Gusecki, who was not, you know, if he wasn't an elite tight end, he was definitely a B-class. Yeah, he was the next yeah. level, and, you know, and who knows where he would have went because he's a very good pass-catching tight end. Um, you know, we, we looked at this game, and I mean, you could go result-wise too, and I'm not really referring to that, but I will say that Travis Kelsey, for the silent first half that he had, had an enormous end game. I mean, he was yeah. 9 for 93, and, that, and if you watch those last drives, including practically taking a guy's shoulder off, you know, on the last drive, I mean, he was, you know, he turned it up. He shows why he's the best tight end in football, if not the other guy. And, you know, so, you know, I do think that that's an issue. And McDaniel has said that, you know, that is priority, that, you know, we're going to incorporate a tight end, you know, as a priority next year. Well, you know, that that's all good. But I think this year, you know, you definitely lacked a little bit because of not having that. So, you know, there's that. Okay, um, Dolphins make a couple coaching hires, uh, a couple more coaching hires from, uh, you know, we said last week they hired Anthony Weaver as the defense coordinator. We'll discuss that again in a little bit. However, um, the Dolphins also uh, hired um, Roman Sapolu, who's an offensive line coach now from uh, Hawaii and they also hired uh, the defensive uh, coach, defensive back coach, Brian Duker, as their secondary coach, he's from the Lions. So, um, you know, there's that. I mean, I'm going to mention it because, obviously, those are uh, areas that, you know, there were spots to be filled. Um, offensive line, I well, know. The Hawaiian
1: key. guy isn't going to be the offensive line coach. I, he's, they don't really,
2: they didn't really name his position yet because we still
1: have our offensive line coach.
2: He's so tight. where do you think uh so what what does a hire right. like that do?
1: I think he's just maybe like you know overseas offensive line and then like maybe like in an assistant head coach or something like that, you know? Something like Play that. Lane-wise,
2: like a guy yeah. like that as it goes in the No,
1: I don't think so. No, I think more more like offensive lines but maybe like the assistant offensive line coach something like
2: yeah, that. It's just and then, you know line then Madison was let go. Yeah. Which I, I listen, we've we've talked you know, last week, and, you know, I've you've had my year all. I mean, you think we, you should clean house, but, you know, I don't think you need to clean house when, especially when you still have the same head coach. So, you no, know, I mean, I mean. What a
1: defensive coordinator comes into, it's like, you know, we have too many holdovers. We do it all the time, you know. I but are you still now, been though? Still been,
2: but you think. kind of got your wish now.
1: Yeah, I, I think it's going in the right direction. Let, you know, let this guy bring his own people and see what he wants to do you know I don't Yeah, but we sa- have 10 different philosophies in a room and we we have like guys left over from four regimes, you know.
2: Yeah, but I'm 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 saying but now like Campanelli's gone, right? Uh you you just mentioned that uh, Sam Madison's gone. Madison. Uh um uh, you know, those are two guys from the defensive side of the ball which, you know, we're talking about right now, um that are gone. So uh Vic Fangio obviously is gone, so um you know, I mean, that's that's a lot of big assistance there. They're not done um, because, I mean, this guy is going to take over, I believe, as the, the – uh, well, he's going to be the secondary coach. Is that the defensive back coach? I don't know. It's strange. I never heard of some of these terms, which make me think they're like know. making them up no, and adding other with, guys. I
1: mean, it's so funny. It's like when, when Shula went undefeated, what, do you have like five coaches?
2: All yeah, like,
1: I know. You know I know. Like now we're getting –
2: yeah, you know, there's so many it's like, like it's sub players.
1: every player has their own coach.
2: Yeah, I know. Now so, yeah. Butch Barry is the offensive line coach you're saying he's still there and this is just going yeah, to he's be still there. so this is going to be just uh, another I'd area that him
1: or something. I don't know. Yeah, Assistant like that. to the
2: assistant manager. Yeah, right. Yeah. Uh, uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's strange. I I don't know, but those are the two hires. Um I know yeah. you know, it's a mixed bag as far as Anthony Weaver. You really don't like this hire at all,
1: huh? Not crazy about it. I mean, like I said, he was a defensive coordinator once with the Texans and in, for one year and they were 27th in the league in in defense. So, I mean, you know, it doesn't really <laughs> stand out as like, wow, we got a great guy, you know. I don't know. And that was a long time yeah. ago. You know,
2: it was a long time ago, and it's one year, and it's at the end of the Bill O'Brien era, which turned out to be a nightmare. So you know, and there's probably a lot of injuries, including Watt. You know, involved in that. Just
1: got the head coaching job at Boston College, by the way. Yeah.
2: So <laughs> yeah, uh, um, you know. So hey, what I'm thinking is, you know, there's there's that. He's obviously worked a lot of places. Since there, um, you know, are a lot of different roles. Uh, I, I don't know. I mean, I, Leslie O'Neill, you, you loved. He stayed and went to Seattle to become a, the assistant head coach, basically stayed with his guy when he when he got the job. That's where that went. And I know that you liked, uh, you know, this, uh, the Chargers guy who looks like, you know, he's probably going to go with, uh, I, I don't, don't know, like where's he, San Francisco?
1: I don't, I don't like so him at
2: who, all. So who did you like
1: then? I don't, listen, it's, uh, you know, I thought they would just bring in a bigger name. That's all. I, I, just, yeah, I don't know that
2: there's that many somebody, out there, though, right now. I think it would
1: get somebody, you know, if you're going to, like I said, if you're going to take somebody who was a linebacker's coach, like, why didn't you hire somebody that you were working with already? I don't know. It just doesn't seem to make much sense, you know? It's not like this guy's got a huge credibility factor here, you know?
2: Well, from, the, from what no, maybe, you've been Maybe he's ha- going
1: to be good the second time around. I don't know. But, like, I don't know. I, I thought you'd have somebody with a little more success than this guy. That's all. Like, he's yeah, had the, the, the job once already. It's not like, you know, if you were going to give it to him and it was his first go around, you go, okay, there's nothing to really base him on. But, you know, it wasn't like the, the Ravens were trying to keep him either. You know?
2: Well, I don't think that's fair. I think they would love to keep him as yeah. a defense. He was their defensive lines coach. So, I think they would love to keep him. But he was the the assistant head coach, which is what I keep telling you. He was the assistant head coach. I mean, you're making this guy out to be like Campanelli. He's not. He's above him. But it seems like you wanted Campanelli. No,
1: I didn't say that either. Well, that's what you just said. I don't know why you're hiring a guy without just promoting your guy. Because I'm not crazy about, like, what he did in the past. You know, when you're 27th
2: in the league of defense. All I you're really doing like is looking at little that. You've said it 25 times. The guy yeah. coached yeah, the Texans one year when they were yeah. falling apart. You, you have no idea. Yeah. You don't know anything about it other than you looked on Yahoo and seen that they were ranked 27th one day. And you keep harping on that. But you don't know any of the situation to that. The team was falling I apart. J.J. Watt was probably back out back. for the whole year. I'm serious though I mean you know the guy's the guy's done a lot of work since then I'm not I'm not listen I'm not saying he's going to be great I just don't think it's a terrible pick I I think it's like you know it's it's fairly strong we'll have to see what happens I mean I'm not saying this guy is going to be the guy I don't know you know, I'm just saying. I, I don't know. The, the just don't. The fact that he was once there, even though his defense didn't rank high, I still think it's a plus because he knows what's involved in being a, a defense coordinator. He was the assistant head coach to Arbor. so he, you know, he obviously knows to, the duties involved. You know, so uh, there's a leadership there that I'm hoping he's going to be strong on. You know, um, I don't know. I mean, we'll see what happens with it, but. Uh, you know I think you could have done a lot worse i don 't think these huge names were floating around as a get. I think that charger 's guy was you know the most solidified guy, and I think he i heard he 's going to uh you know um the one of the the rams i think i think I think there 's a good chance the rams get him Because, so, you right. know it seems like that whole shanahan uh kind of thing uh you know is basically um that's why he interviewed with us you know and that's why uh they kind of all stick together in a sense so um but I think that that's where he's he's finally going to go so we'll see we'll see what ends up there and uh and do that um two more things uh, to to point out which I think is uh we've gotten uh, a bunch of people have uh have um emailed us and they had said uh with Zonka you know, presenting the trophy, and uh, why didn't Zonka get to present it? Why did he have to hand it off to LA? And I was thinking about this, and I f- think I figured it out. Even though, they, you know, Zonka was the 50th anniversary, right, since Super Bowl Eight, yeah. and I think LA was the 30th anniversary since the 1998, right, uh, or 25th, or or however that worked, 25th anniversary, whatever it was. Um, but I think what they were planning to do, if they really thought that there was this was going to be the culmination, they wanted Elway to hand it off to Shanahan because it would have been the complete coming together because there 's a yeah, lot of those Denver Broncos on this staff uh, both yeah. players that are now coaches, uh, including I think even Brian Greasy, you know who was on that ninety eight team um, so there 's a lot of these guys, and of course shanahan 's son was with you know on that staff very young and uh and 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 then you know and mike shanahan was so i think that's what they thought this was going to be a culmination and he was going to hand it off and it was going to be a big broncos dream you know but it didn't quite work out that way you'd never know if i always smile though <laughs> he seemed perfectly content <laughs> he didn't seem to be affected by the result and <laughs> Zaka
1: the didn't want to give it up
2: no, I know. That's why, yeah, that's what people are saying to us. It did seem kind of bizarre. I don't think he yeah. did want to give it up. So no. I don't know whether this was like a planned thing that if the 49ers won, he was going to Yeah, I don't know, but he did not want to give that up. I think no, he thought, very, you know, he was thought, yeah. he was going to present it. And, and it was very weird. And I and yeah. that's why people are saying, Why why wouldn't Zonka take the second half of that journey? But that's the reason I think. I think it's because they thought he was gonna hand it to Shanahan and maybe when the audible was called that way they didn't go along with it. I don't know. <laughs> but it was very strange. It really was, you know? Very, very I don't weird. know. Yeah. Very weird, it yeah. really was. And then one other thing of note, I was just thinking this and tell me if this came across your mind. I couldn't get over the irony that you were talking about the rules, right, of of the overtime and, and everything. And I just can't get over the irony that they changed the rules of the game this year because of the Buffalo Bills. The Buffalo Bills created this rule because they lost to Patrick Mahomes. And this rule wound up. Helping Patrick Mahomes win another Super Bowl. Win,
1: yeah.
2: <laughs> you, you can't get over that. I just can't get yeah. over that. That this well, they're rule the changed.
1: changed. They—they're saying today that the rule was changed because of Brady in the in the uh, in the sudden death in, uh against the Falcons, where he just got the ball and drove down and scored a to touchdown and ended it. That they, they but that ch- That's
2: why. But they just changed this. They just changed this. You, and the I, league senate it that's that's after what, the championship game. Yeah, I know game. that's
1: what they were saying why it was done.
2: Because but we know that's not why it was, was done.
1: Because I got you. That's what the NFL was reporting I
2: Yeah, well, we know that that's not true because they didn't change it after that. They just changed know, it after yeah, that they whole. They changed
1: it this year. I know.
2: They changed it after the AFC Championship game with Buffalo, and they even went on record of saying that. They went on record of saying that's why they did So if they're saying the other thing now, we know that's not true. That's ridiculous. You know, they changed it because of Buffalo's crying bills and Josh Allen. That's why they changed it. So I
1: just
2: think (laughs) they get over that. All right, quick break. Right back after this. Hi, this is
0: Larry Zonka, and you're listening to the Pat Catella Show. You're listening to the Miami Dolphins Legend Show with Pat Catello. Sponsored by Don Nottingham Associates Insurance. Don Nottingham formed Don Nottingham Associates Insurance in 1975 while playing for the Miami Dolphins. He recognized the need to prepare for life after football. For all your insurance needs, call 352-307-6736 or visit online at donnottinghamins.com. Now, back to the Miami Dolphins Legend Show with your host, Pat Cotello.
2: Welcome back, Miami Dolphins Legend show, we got Pat and Rich coming at you we'll take you to the home stretch and uh, the 2024 NFL Hall of Fame class has been announced and uh, in case you haven't heard it is Dwight Freeney Devin Hester Andre Johnson Julius Peppers Patrick Willis and the two senior candidates are Randy Gratishar and Steve McMichael. And as always, you know, this is a big thing with this show. And uh, we really take a lot of interest in the Hall of Fame here. And last year was a huge uh, induction for us as Zach Thomas finally got the call and was inducted into the Hall of Fame. So um, so let's talk about it. Uh, you know, Rich, um, let's go through some of the ones that, uh, you know, I guess, you were the expected ones. I mean, you never know with you, you know. But to me, Dwight Freeney, you know, was absolutely uh, expected. Uh, Julius Peppers, I thought, was absolutely expected. So but we'll go with those two, right? Um, how do right. you feel on those two guys?
1: Yeah, I have a complaint there. You know, that's fine.
2: Okay. Uh, um, now,
1: my favorite players of all time, but, you know, I don't know if they got it a little too easy, but... That's fine.
2: Okay. Now, um, what I've noticed in the last 15 years, 10 years or so, is uh, they're making a big deal, obviously, about this first ballot thing. But they're making a bigger deal about it when it comes to receivers. It's almost the kind of thing now where uh, you, you kind of um they quarterbacks are big when it comes to that. Kurt Warner was left off of the first time and made it the second time um but the receivers are something else, and it started with Chris Carter right when he didn't get it, and he yeah. went crazy and and then you know carried on and Owens. um so and Terrell Owens did make it right rich did he was the first ballot
1: no, he didn't. Remember, and he, he didn't and Cuckoo, and then oh he and did he finally too. Finally, did get it. He he went he went right. got, he got overlooked a few years, and then he did the induction by himself. Remember?
2: Yes, I know it's he protested it, spot. and they took him out of the thing. Yep. Yeah. So now yeah. it was Andre Johnson. Is he a first ballot?
1: I don't think so. did, he, did he, you I, don't think so? Is that? I think this is the second time on it. I don't. I think he was a holdover from last year. I could be wrong, but I don't know. Okay.
2: So now he also becomes the first Texan. So he's going to be right. JJ Watt in there. Um he's the first Texan uh to get in there. Well I mean what's your feeling on Andre Johnson? He's the kind of guy who was uh you know just electric when he was healthy you know, he
1: was a very yes, good but, he was a very good receiver, you know. Similar I, kind of receiver. Have a problem with him
2: either. You don't yeah. have a problem with him. Okay. And not and not no. under uh, no. Calvin Johnson I would say, but a very similar right. type of receiver. Yeah, I would agree yeah, with correct. you there. Okay. Um, uh, now, before we get to the big three, um, I don't know how you feel about Devin Hester. This is my feeling on Devin Hester, okay?
1: When I they changed.
2: You, but... Yes. But when they changed the game and the rules because of you, I think that speaks volumes. I really do. It does. They changed the rules of the game and the kickoff, which I hate, by the way. They changed. Because of Devin Hester. And that's the reason they did it. I've never seen anybody
1: stop. Don't you think they changed it more for the, the, you know, they were afraid of the injuries on this stuff? No.
2: I think they changed it because, no, Well, I mean, I think, you know, they changed it while he was playing in different capacities. They moved it back is what I'm saying. Remember? They changed this now. I'm not talking about this new change. They moved it back. Yeah. Remember, they no, moved it right. forward. They moved it forward. They Just actually so you changed where you yeah. kick off from yeah. because yeah, of I him. And, yeah. listen, I've never seen anybody dominate his, you know, skill position like he did. And there's nobody even close to him. I happened to go to that. you know, I was at that Super Bowl when I heard for two weeks of how the Colts and, uh, you know, <laughs> Dundee were going to stop and him right and he wasn't going to be a factor. And, and <laughs> so I watched I the opening and kick go back. From, and away from right to him. <laughs> and, I, and I watched the opening kickoff go 98 yards back for a touchdown. Yep. So, uh, you know, there's that. Um, And, you know, for years we heard Steve Tasker, right? And, you know, they were going to put him as a – and this just shows me that this is when you should put a a special teams guy. This is not just a special teams guy. This guy returned punts and kickoffs and, and blasted the record for both of them for touchdowns. I mean, this guy was insane what he was able to do in that skilled position. So I'm 100% in favor of it, you know, and that's my, my take on that, you know. And I'll leave it at that.
1: Yeah, well, my, my take on it is how can you be in the Hall of Fame when you're not good enough to start?
2: That's But know, he is starting. A but he is guy. starting. And it's yeah, kind of ironic so. from a guy Mark who loves anything. his so, – so Edgar Martinez is the guy you absolutely love, so take him out because he doesn't play the field? I mean, you're right. really rich. That, like That's, that's totally, been your whole argument. That's totally, totally different. different. Why totally. right, he's not good enough he's to play the, the field? He's playing the whole game. That's not true. He was
1: good enough to play the field. So God is Hester, so, so was Hester play? So is Hester
2: playing the whole game? So is Hester playing the whole game? Yeah, so yeah,
1: the whole yeah, game. yeah, yeah that's the special team. It's just a different thing.
2: It's, it's not all totally different. Thing. It's not.
1: Yeah, it's a lot different.
2: A guy a that's just different. hitting. Guy that's not even playing the field.
1: Yeah, it's a lot different.
2: Why? What's so different? It's a lot
1: different. It's a lot. I mean, different. They- you just yeah, playing the whole game. You're getting up every ninth of bat. You're you're,
2: you're starting this, the
1: game. And this not, guy's returning every kickoff it? and every punt. Yeah, well. Uh, I, I, I don't know. I don't I, think special team guys belong in the Hall of Fame but whatever. So you're taking no, Ray I'm, Guy
2: out. You want to call the family now? You want to call the family now? <laughs>
1: yeah.
2: I want you to wrap up all the Ray Guy memorabilia you have, and I want it delivered to me by 10 o'clock tonight. Everything not you much. have. Get all the get it. way. <laughs> yeah, I think you're talking yourself into a corner. As usual, I think you're talking yourself into a no. corner. I, I mean, no, I, I you, you know, know, you said Ray Guy deserved to be in it. Now, you, you know, you want to take punters out? We're taking kickers out now, too? You know, I mean, listen, did it's I a huge that? part of the game. Yeah. You said you no. want to take special team guys out. Those are more no, special team did. guys. He they don't play at games. all. Okay.
1: Yeah, he was dynamic. All right. Yeah, whatever. How many And punts. Have? How many cards? Let me... Uh,
2: how many touchdowns? He has the record for both.
1: How many, uh, I, how many though? I, what is it? What's the number?
2: For the kickoff returns? I don't know. Look yeah. it up. I don't know. Why does that matter? Yeah. He's got I don't the know, record I'm by far. I'm,
1: I'm asking you a question. I don't, I don't
2: know. Yeah.
1: How what many happened? errors said, does Edgar Martinez you know. have in the playoffs? <laughs> we'll find that number first,
2: and let's see which one's bigger. Uh, please. Yeah.
1: Talking about the lot right, of best move, radiant move, uh, hitters of our generation. I'm,
2: uh, I'm moving. You're talking about the best, best punt and kickoff returner ever.
1: Yeah, Not this generation.
2: Fun, yeah. Ever. Wonderful. Ever. Yeah. Yeah. Crazy. Good. You're crazy. All right. Patrick Willis, I'm going to let you stay hey. on your roll because I know where that's coming. Go ahead.
1: Yeah. There's, uh, Patrick Willis doesn't deserve it. Neither does the other one either. Randy did, I I did I get to Gratishaw?
2: Did I get to No. Did I get no. to him? <laughs> so is there a reason why you're jumping ahead I, I and ruining just, the segment? Yeah, is there is a the reason Patrick why rules. you're jumping ahead and ruining the segment? I don't think If more, there is, it, is, let me know. It, it
1: deserves as much airtime as you want to give him. <laughs> not, that that's how much it deserves to be at the
2: whole of Would you admit Patrick Willis and the was the, that, he
1: gets in that easily? Is ridiculous.
2: Was Patrick Willis the best linebacker in football for four years? Was he the best? Was he in the top three? Where do you put him?
1: I don't know. I think he was good. I don't think he was great.
2: I mean, you could know. you make an argument he was the best linebacker in football for four years? No, I don't think so. <laughs> no? no? No. No, you're not even good out. No. no. He, he, he was very dominant for a stretch. Yeah. Um, he did get injured, and he was the main reason why that 49er team, you know, then – Went to the Super Bowl. I mean, he was the leader there, and uh, he was very strong. I listen. I, I think that there was there's guys that have not gotten in, and and you know, um, I was a little surprised Patrick Willis got in this easy, but he had a real big reputation and he was a solid player. But yeah, I mean, I think he got in a little,
1: I mean, Zach a little is quicker, a hundred times better than him, and he had to wait till his last year eligibility. Yeah, so that's where my feeling is there. You know? Okay.
2: Fair enough. Fair enough. Uh, Randy Gratishor. Where did I hear that name? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. (laughs) Randy Gratishor. You know, the one thing I'll say about Randy Gratishor, obviously growing up I always knew he was a really good ball player. And I was a kid then. So I was in my, you know, I don't even think I was a teen, you know, for the most of that. So, you know, so there's that. So I'm a kid, obviously football cards and stuff, but I knew he was a good ball player. But I remember – I remember Mike Francesa really promoting him for a long time for the Hall of Fame. And I don't know if you recall that, but we've had talks about that when he did do that and you used to argue like crazy against it, but so that I remember him really, you know, making a pitch for him then. Um and you know, he finally gets in there now. Uh, we got a Tom Jackson appearance by the way. Did you see that, Rich? No. No, you didn't see that. it. When they, when they uh, knocked on the, yeah, he, he was there uh, when they, uh, yeah. when, when they brought him in. Yeah. So we got to see Did that. Still um, he'll
1: have Tony Thorsett's spike marks on his back of his neck. <laughs> <laughs>
2: oh. <laughs> so, so, uh, needless to say, you, you, you don't think he should have went in there. I, I'm, I'm, no, I'm going to go. No, I think
1: that's a up. Chuck Alley one, same thing, you know? Okay.
2: Well, um, I'm assuming we're gonna stay on the same page with you as we talk about Steve McMichael now, our last inductee, um, on the Veterans Committee, uh and Mongo, of course, on that vaunted forty six defense of Buddy Ryan and the Chicago Bears and um go ahead.
1: Nice player. Tragically <laughs> he's you know, he's dying right now. Yeah. And Yeah. But not a hall of famer. It's just ridiculous, you know. Uh, you know, look, I feel really bad for the guy, the family, and everything. But the man wasn't a hall of famer. I mean, come on, you know, it's it just, it's just ridiculous, you know. I, I, I know somebody on the '72 defense that should be in there, way before him.
2: So do I. I know a few of them actually. I I I, I will chime in with that. Yeah. Uh, Jake Scott, Dick Anderson, and Matty Fernandez, all three of them. Yeah, Matty Fernandez,
1: yeah, 100%.
2: Absolutely, you know? absolutely have uh, yep. a lot of uh, credibility to get into Canton, Ohio. Yep. There's no doubt about it. There's no doubt about that. Okay, uh, and uh, in close, we had uh, the NFL Awards, um, which the Dolphins basically are talking to town for getting completely shut out. Um <laughs> you know, listen, this is the one thing that I'll say. And, you know, McCafferty did have a really solid year. Uh, And, of course, this comes to the way the Dolphins finished. Um, Tyreek Hill should have won Offensive Player of the Year as far as I'm concerned. It's an award that is is, is geared up towards electric offensive players. It's not a quarterback award. You know, it's it's the award that they put out there for those kind of guys, you know, it, you know, yep. running backs, the receiver, you know, it, 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 he did some magical things, um, and you know, he basically lost out to a guy who was, you know, a very great. He's a great player, and McCaffrey's a great player, you know. And but he, I don't even think he was close to being second. <laughs> I don't know the exact count of that. Wow. So um, you know. I don't know. I, I just <laughs> you can see his well, see, face. Well, you see who they
1: gave comeback player of the year, to.
2: Yeah, I mean, that's another area we could certainly talk. Um, y- y- it was it was going in. It was, you know, everybody had made it seem like Hamlin had won the award before the show, right? And then Flacco yeah. comes out of nowhere and wins it. I mean, basically out of nowhere, Tua wasn't even talked about. I think he came in fifth or sixth in the voting.
1: It's It's ridiculous. has shipped to it. I mean, the people were talking about him retiring. He leads the league in passing. It's a hell of a lot better to win four games down the stretch coming off the couch. I mean, come on already. You know? They had five quarterbacks. He's like, I didn't even play a full year. That's comeback player of the year. That's
2: just totally ridiculous. Yeah, and Stepanski won uh, Coach of the Year, which ironically I yeah. had mentioned that. Remember, I mentioned that not that long ago. Yeah. That's saying he should have won because I thought Dan Campbell was going to win that award. Really, um, you know, yeah. and obviously the Texans. Uh, yeah, but uh, but he did do a great job, having to deal with four quarterbacks in a year, all to injury. You know, um, to do that, but that was a little bit of a surprise there. I didn't think that you know he was going to yeah. win that, and and of course uh, T.J. Watt. You know, you you're still pretty real and about him not winning the defensive
1: uh yeah it's a little ridiculous. Uh, you know that's a little ridiculous was, you know what they did there and I, I don't agree with that he should have yeah. won you know i mean he almost right he almost broke the sack record last year it was a half a sack less right than the than the yeah. fake strahan record yeah. and then you know this year he has another great year and He's got better numbers than the other guy, and they give it to another guy in the same position. Yeah. It's a little ridiculous.
2: You know, it's funny to hear that. Uh, yeah, I agree with you, and I don't know if you recall how. I, I don't usually get that crazy, but I was so upset that they did not draft him, the Dolphins. I mean, he was right oh, there. I, right I mean, there. when they missed yeah. out on him, that I think that was a, that was a major we change. That? What year was that?
1: I can't remember it's what four years ago five years ago
2: so it was uh was that first round I don't remember the whole thing uh, no just tell me I don't remember
1: I don't think no I, I don't know I'm asking you oh, 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 oh. I don't yeah no I, I no. really don't know no I don't remember, I don't remember I mean, but I'm I just sure I remember it at one be... point, but it's yeah you know it's got to be a doozy yeah, <laughs> <You
2: know>? yeah. <laughs> there's no doubt about it there's no doubt about it I, it's just kind of crazy how that works so there you have it uh 17th season my friend in the books um you know this has been a a, a crazy ride this year a lot of ups and a lot of downs and uh unfortunately we kind of went back on that down and it just never got up but um a lot of bright spots and you know we're at a crossroads here so we'll see how this thing uh you know basically um Goes, but, you know, Dolphins have a lot of optimistic things. Just a reminder, uh, the draft show is Monday night, April 29th.
1: We'll have a lot of information
2: there, but it's a great and year, my hear, friend. You know,
1: breaking news. We have a first-round pick
2: this year. <laughs> <laughs> Took a look Let's see at the show. draft show, everybody. <laughs> Headed out to my big two-wheeler. I was tired of my own boy. To a beat on the northern plains, and just roll that power on. for your first.